Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margot Moss. We are here at Ted's Frosthoff once again on Claiborne and Calhoun. And we invite with us a member of New Orleans' restaurant community to come along. They bring with them a plus one. We never know who that's going to be. We'll find out in just a moment. But we do know who our main guest is. We're very excited tonight to have Chef Gaison Nelson. Looking forward to speaking with him. But before uh, we begin with him, wondering, Margo, if you got a chance to go to Pole Boy Fest. You didn't get to go this year, did you? I did. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. I got cool. in town and I, I ran out there and... Um, but I, I didn't get to try as many po' boys as I would like. Well, did which, you? Were did you, you there? Any noteworthy ones? Um, Crescent City Pie and Sausage Company had a, a nice uh, m- meat po' boy, like sausage po' boy with grilled vegetables and. Nice, I love that place. Yeah. Did you? Uh, well, get I, out there? yeah, I was out there a long time, but I was actually doing a book signing. You know, I got that book, that Apostles Creed book that I did, Rooted, right? So, yeah. So I was kind of tied up for about an hour of it. So I had to watch everybody else go by and eating their <laughs> po' boys and talking to them, waving in front of my face. So I was just sitting there with my stomach growling. But uh, when they finally released me, uh, which was that was fun doing the book signing. But when they, you know, when I finally got a chance to go, I don't know. I went, to, I went to three or four, but by the kids were getting antsy by then. And normally I try to go to like. Ten different. I, I try to get about like ten different po' boys. You know, it's like a quarter of a po' boy anyway, right? Yeah. And you know how I eat, but so I no, I did. I did like um. What did I do that I really liked a lot? Well, I mean, they had the same one as I had last year. They had the Pascal Manali had the barbecue shrimp one again. It's really simple. I did simple, have that. Yeah. But it's so good. My son loved that one too. That was his favorite. And then also, what was the other one I had that I really liked a lot? Uh, now I'm drawing a blank. I should have written it down before I got here. But yeah, there were several good ones. But the crowd was smaller too. I think because of the uh, weather. You know? Really? You didn't think it was smaller? I don't know. I mean, there, there, there are years where I can't get, like, from those middle blocks, it, would, it takes you, like, 20 minutes per block, you know, to walk because it's so tight. And last night was a little, I mean, like, this week was a little uh, less intense, I thought. Well, let's find out who our, about right. our Chef Gasson and uh, see if he went to Poor Boy Fest and get to know a little bit about him. Yeah, welcome. Good to have you. Thank you for having me, definitely. I'm really honored being here, and I... I already can see that y'all have a good time at what y'all do, so <laughs> as long as we're talking about food, I know I'm in the right place. Oh, yeah, you're, you're in the right place. Yes, right, right, Now, right. am I pronouncing your name correctly? Gasson? It's Gasson. Gasson. Yes, what a ma'am. great name. Gasson Yin Nelson. Yin? Yeah, now everybody How do you spell that? <laughs> Y-E-N, huh? And what is, wow. is that a family name? Or? Nah, man, I mean, I don't know. Everybody asks me, where, how did that come about? I have no idea. You never bothered to ask your parents? Nah, I mean, they flipped the book open and it fell on Yen. I mean, I was going to be a chef. Hopefully that made some money and I was going to be a Nelson, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it, it, for some reason, it seems like the fit for what I do, you know. And it's definitely a conversational piece, you huh. know. So yeah. it's gay song. Is that a, is that a uh, family name? No, it's not. It's like not I said, either? they flipped the book both, open. Both. Oh, I, I, we were talking about the yen. I mean, okay, so the first <laughs> one was uh, random, too. But it's random, and trust me, it just wow. it works. And everybody like, did you change your name when you became a chef? Not at all. It's just how it happened. And they said, is that really your name? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one's sort of French, and the second one's sort of like Asian or something? Yeah, yep, yeah. I don't, man. I, I, I <laughs> can't tell you the story behind that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you're, you've been making your own stories, though, right? You've, uh, you're you're uh, be- James Beard scholar. You've been a personal chef, right, for a bunch of athletes, professional athletes, Reggie Bush, and right. Yeah, yeah. I've been a, you know private chef about the last uh, fifteen years. First, I was at Delgado. Once I graduated from Delgado, I became a personal chef for a family out in Old Metairie. Matter of fact, believe it or not, her name is uh, Mrs. Newman, and I'm still working with her today. And when I came out of culinary school. She hired me because I was interested in being a personal chef. And, and how I became a personal chef was 
I saw Shaquille O'Neal's chef on TV. They did a thing on the Food Network. And I said, man, personal chef, that sounds pretty interesting. So I went and I Googled personal chef. New York had a bunch of them. Uh, Los Angeles had a bunch of them. Then I Googled New Orleans, and I was like, there was two. And one of the names, the number didn't work. Another <laughs> one was a retired lady that just, you know, if she felt like cooking, you could get her. And I was like, okay, I'm getting ready to get this. I'm, I'm the only one. <laughs> All right. Wow. And that's how that came about. And then one thing led to another. I was working with the lady, uh, Mrs. Newman. Still today, we have a great relationship. You know, I'm like family there now. And then from there, I picked up um, uh, Stacy Augman. He was the basketball player for the Hornets. All then from right. Stacy Augman, I got uh, Aaron Brooks. I worked for him for two years. Then after Aaron Brooks, we got Hurricane Katrina. Then that put everything on hold. So I evacuated to Houston. When I was in Houston, the Saints drafted Reggie Bush. And I remember, like, yesterday I was in the gym working out in Houston trying to, like, you know, like everybody else, what was me, what's next for me in my life. I'm in the gym working out, and I get a call over Intercom. No one in Houston knows me. Uh-huh. I get a call over Intercom. Uh, Chef Kason, you need at the front desk. So when you get a call somewhere where nobody knows you, <laughs> something bad happened. Right. You know, so I go there, and, there, you know, I, someone's on the phone. They're like, you're not going to believe this. You just got a call from Reggie Bush's people. And I'm like, man. That's they tracked you down the gym? Well, they called my, my number. Okay. And then I wasn't, I wasn't there to pick up the number. So they called me while I was at the gym. And I was like, somebody's messing with me. I mean, come on, man. I'm in Auburn, Houston. You know, I lost everything like everybody else. And showing about two, I'm not calling that number. I thought somebody was messing with me. And then two days later, you know, I get another call. You know, Reggie Bush is interested in meeting you. He's really hungry. And I was like, wow. And I was in Houston, <laughs> so I, I jumped in my car and I came to New Orleans. And I did a demo dinner. And he had like, he had five other people scheduled. I was supposed to cook for him on a Monday. He had somebody else come in Tuesday, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then at the end of the week, he was supposed to make his decision. I came yeah. back to see the city. I came back. You know, what's the odds of this happening? I came back to see the city just to look at my, my, my damaged you know, home and stuff like that. And I went in there and I just did me. I just went in there and did my food. I was just honored. I was going to welcome to the city. Thank you for being here and going with my All right, life. All so just for a second. How'd that work? Like, so what did you, did, did you plan out a menu based well, no, on? I, I just came in and I talked to people. I said, what does he like to eat? It was just nothing fancy. It was just steak. It was just like him and his girlfriend or no, who was there? No, it was me and him. Man. Just was, you and him? Me and him. That's it? In his in, kitchen? In his kitchen. So is he hanging out with you while you're cooking? Well, no, he was like back and forth. He was on back the phone. Back and forth, he okay. Was like, he'd be in the back, you come out. And, and then the two of you sat down and ate a meal. Well, you know, he ate. Then what, I was, what'd you make him? I just grilled him a steak. I did a, some, a, a bread pudding. I did like a baked, nothing fancy, you know, because he, he's not, he wasn't over the top with food. Then he just like good flavored foods. So I cooked it for him and I'm, you know, okay, thank you. You know, welcome to New Orleans, you know. So did you know about the guys coming Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no, Friday? No, no, I didn't know who they were, but I knew everybody was But you coming. knew there were more. You yeah, knew yeah, it wasn't just more, you. So I didn't put too much into it. You figure you got a one in five chance. Right, right. Yeah. So then I'm I'm concerned about my house and, you know, what's next for me in my life. This is the first time you come back? Right, 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 right. Well, I came wow. back one time before they wouldn't let us in New Orleans East at the time. Right. But then, um, you know, when I came back then, I was going to see if I can get to the East to see my house and stuff. And now, where's he living at this point? Where, we, where is we the was house? at One River Place. Yeah, One River Place off Canal Padres. Okay. Right, right, right behind the Hilton. Well, anyway, I'm getting ready to leave. Then he's like, yo, chef, hold on. He, he picks up the phone. He called the people and said, I don't want to see nobody else. Whoa, all right. And he was like, well, you know, you want to be my chef. And then I was just like, I'm running, I'm running Houston to get a U-Haul and get all my stuff. <laughs> and that was my way to get back to New Orleans. And How often you know, did you cook for him? I, 
lived with him. I cooked with him every day. So you're like li- like Frenchie on uh, <laughs> on Family Affair. You're living in the house with him and, and cooking every meal for him. Breakfast, I hand. I, I managed all his food. You know, the kitchen was my. The house was his house, but the kitchen okay. was mine. Man, the kitchen was mine. And when he went what to Miami, when he went to Miami, I went with him to Miami. So you partying with him too and stuff and, and having a good time with him? Well, you know, he's my ball. He was my boss at the time. <laughs> I, I try to try to limit that. You right, know? right, right. But it was it was. But you can't avoid meeting all the interesting people. Oh, I met a lot there. of people, man. Cook, he, oh, all man. kinds of folks. Oh, huh? I cook for all kind of people. He put me in a great situation. Uh, you know, many many doors opened up. I'm indebted to Reggie. You know, I really am. I love. Now, that how long did they gig last? How long? Seven years. Seven years. Seven wow. years. We met him together seven years, and then were you he, were living in the house for seven years with him? And I lived with him in New. I lived with him in Miami for two years. In New Orleans, I was just you know I'd go home, and it just depends on how late I got off. Right. I would just stay there, or, you know, just oh, okay, depends. Okay. I had my house. I had my own yeah, house, yeah. you know. So. Now let me ask you a technical question about that. When you first started cooking for him, do you ask him what he likes, or do you have like, is it more of a creative thing? No, well, well, being being a personal chef, you got to you know you got to build a you know I got to learn your palate, you know, and then you got to know where you can bend the rules a little bit and stuff like that. So over a period of time, you know, you 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 learn your client. And then you can go from there. And then once he starts trusting you, you trust him. Then you start slipping different things in. Because once you meet him, I don't like this, I don't like this, I eat that, I don't like that. But then my goal was, you know, I'm getting ready to get you, man. So I'm getting ready. He's going to try new things. I'm right. going to introduce him to different things and stuff like that. So it's, it's wide open, you know. Now, you ever get him sick? You ever, <laughs> you ever feed him something he got really sick nah, from? never. You're never, fine? Never, you didn't get never, a bad never, batch of no, eggs or no, anything? No, 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 no you're fine. What, no, 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 what no, about, um, what if, does there, um, now I'm ignorant when it comes to sports, so help uh-huh. me with this. But don't they need to eat a certain way, oh, like stay a, point, a certain right. weight, or like for whatever type of position they play? Yeah, they, they Does do. Does that change? They do. They with do. The, over Did he get time? off on any fad diets or anything while you well, had? Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, we we ate a lot. You know, he ate small meals like six times a day. You know, and then before every Saints game, we had a before every game we had a certain meal we always did. It's things like that. So it was nothing out the box. But we ate. We, he didn't, you know, people think he sits down and eats this big amount. No, it was, it was never like that. Huh. We ate a lot, though. You know, I was in that kitchen at least five, six times a day. Wow. You know, just making some small different things for him. Or if he couldn't get home, he'd grab a smoothie or something like that. So but, what did he eat right before the game? What was like, uh, his last meal before the game? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> we would have scrambled eggs with cheese, hash browns, pancake with syrup, and orange juice. Huh? Yeah, that was the, that was every the, time, every game. Wow. Was that every. a big? Uh, it gave him enough energy, or was it like his favorite? Like, that was just, he was hungry. That's he was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He was hungry, but I mean, you know, it's kind of like a ritual form. Right, right. But I mean, it, it, that opened up so many other doors for me being mm-hmm. a private chef. I go into different homes and right. I cook for so many different people. And I mean, me and my man, my mystery guest, you know, we were sitting there. I get emails from certain people. That want me to do just certain things, and I got I get all kind of calls for Thanksgiving meals and things like that. Well, that so. might be a good entree to have him. Why don't you introduce him? I see he's here. Oh, who is your plus one? Well, I, you know, I'm excited. I'm glad y'all let me introduce this guy. I'm excited about introducing him because he's like a mentor to me, man. This dude, he, he got me when I came out of college. I got a funny story to share with y'all about this guy too. He got me when I came out of culinary school. He's been with me since man, my my whole career. He's He's like like a brother to me, actually. You know, he's, I consider him family. Matter of fact, we had our daughters back to back, and yep. you know, we've yeah. been together. So, I mean, this is the uh, owner of a Sunray Grill, Dana Dolch. Definitely right. my mentor. It's great to be here today. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for joining us. My pleasure. 
Tell, Welcome. Say, say your name one more time. My name is Dana. Dana yep. Deutsch. Last name is Deutsch, uh-huh. yep. And uh, we, um, with Sunray Grill, I started in 96. All right. Okay. One of and three restaurants. Oh, okay. What are, the, what are your other restaurants? I have uh, one which you in the warehouse district, which you were kind enough to give me a nice review. Oh, good, good. Ago. I'm sweating it. I'm going, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, one. Well, I got started in Gretna right. in uh, 1996, and um, I have one in uh, Old Metairie on, on uh, Fosus and Pink okay. Street. Oh, but they're all Sunray Grills. They are. Oh, okay. They're, okay. All, they're all a little different, yeah. but, but uh, some common threads. So we're not like your typical chain restaurant right, right. That where the menus are going to be uh, cookie cutter and the same in each restaurant. Uh, they yeah. each kind of evolve to the neighborhood that they're in. Neat, neat. Yeah, we love the one in the warehouse district. It's been great. I haven't been to the other ones. I only eat out of town that much, but yeah. We'll have to get you to try that out. <laughs> okay. Well, glad you're now, here. I, now, I want to know, um, I want to hear this funny story about uh, No, but I'm, Dana. Do, you, do you know what I'm thinking of story? Uh, are you going to tell them the one about the desserts? Where yeah, you did yeah, all that? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love telling the story. Check this out. This man, I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm just coming out of culinary school, you know, and we had a pastry chef who did a great job that went on and did other things. And, uh, you know, he said, well, you know, the pastry, I've never baked a day in my life. You know, I did little things in school. He said, well, was, you know, the pastry department's open. Just when I, I was at Sunray, and I like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I just wanted to accept the challenge, like to challenge myself in the kitchen. So I said, I'll do it, Dana. He said, okay, it's yours, da-da-da. But I had to break down each dessert. And, I mean, now Dana was to the T. Now, Dana wanted to know, you know, every ounce. He wanted to know how much electricity you used to bake the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Business all the well, way, we, we, huh? we wanted to spe- You know, we were very good about wanting to spec things and make sure that whatever we did, that we got a consistent product. Right. We could do it again yeah, and exactly. consistently give a good product. Man, I'm telling you, I was nervous about the whole situation. I had to break every menu down, every item that we had on the menu, and then he wanted to know how we cost it out and stuff like that. I swear to you, I was, I was, matter of fact, I was in Tulane Library. No, Tulane Library all day. Breaking these recipes down, adding it up, getting it right, and I was like, I had put my little packet together. I was all, I'm coming out of culinary school. I'm all excited. I go and I, I give it the day. Let me just give me a piece of paper. Let me show you what he did. I, I go, I go to that. No, no, he went just like this. I go and I had it. We had a meeting that day. I saw it then. I did the desserts and stuff like that. And he went, and I, and I remember, I took about eight hours on this thing. Then it was just like this. Okay, we had a meeting. He went, he said, okay, yeah, um, Okay, yeah, fine. Now, what are we going to do today? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even look at it, man. I mean, I say somebody's going to look at this menu today. He broke my little heart, man. He broke my heart, man. I was like, but, then, but, but he it, still loves me. But then, no, but and but then what he, he built did, you back up. No, no, but what he did, I learned so much by that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I learned so much by that. Obviously, I did it right because if I didn't do it right, he wouldn't have went, okay, and we would have moved on because I would have heard about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's, he's opened up so many doors and that. So did you end up working at Sunray then? Oh no, I was I was saying good while. Years, man. yeah. You Years, start started a couple of our commercials, yeah. Yeah, I was in yeah, yeah. You know, I was, oh, I was in the commercials. In acting. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. me and Dana, we've been together and then he, and he's so fair. I mean there was times I've had stuff outside and when I wasn't with Sunray and I needed to do, use this kitchen and he would let me come in after they close and now were you doing that the same time that you were doing the personal chef stuff? Oh too? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this so there's enough stuff. time to be doing right, both. Right. I mean I'm thinking like Reggie Bush is eating six times a day. Right. right. Are you like dashing out of desserts, right? Oh right. man, when I was Sun ready to race over there oh, and come that, back again. No, no, no. I put it like this. There was buying there was times I was in the kitchen at Reggie's house and run out of something and everything's closed, so you know where I'm going, right? That's <laughs> 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 grocery store. <laughs> you know I'm going. I'm going to Sunray. But he, he's always he's always been there and it's, it's some fun and he's always let me come back and play. Matter of fact, you know, we had his white chocolate brownie on the menu and you know he calls me up the other day and asked me he wants to bring it back, so 
I'm gonna go in there and play around. Down here and yeah, get me straight again get on me that. Straight on that. Although we didn't save all the paperwork that you did no, in the end, so now we got to start from <laughs> you know, Back to the Tulane Library. Right. <laughs> and, and I tell you, and, 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 and what we was talking about earlier in this game, you know, it's, it's, it's at times it's stressful and, and, it, and it takes so much on you. But to have people around you that understands this culinary game to be supportive. I was in a real bad car accident. Uh, I, had, yeah. I had I had different clients. Hey, when and did I, that happen? Oh, this is like ooh, years ago. I'm that was when you first started working with me, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, we yeah. we uh, we held your spot. Yeah, he held my spot, but the thing was what this. What happened here? You, 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 I was uh, hit by 18-wheeler coming from Slidell, and I was in a coma for like a day. He was bad. He had a hole in his head. In the beginning, I remember that the first phone calls we had from his wife or girlfriend at the time was uh, that he w- they, they didn't think he was going to make it. I mean, wow. it was really a bad accident. Right, right. Huh. And then, you know, you are uh, 100% now. No, yeah, no, no. I'm a, yeah, no, I'm 100% now. But the funny thing about it was Dana said, Dana calls, he went to my clients to make sure I didn't lose them. Yeah. And he was going to cook hey, can we him. can we can we send you meals over? Can we and do anything do for you? Oh, wow. Until he gets back and try to help. But, yeah, so we really, you know, we all. You know. That, that was a great crew we had back then. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, we had yeah. a we had a lot of people that were we were looking after you. It wasn't just me. We were all we were all pulling for you. Yeah, but I came back and I'm stronger, and then sure enough, I'm back in Sunray working away, and Dana just just held it down for me, and it was just you know just family, you know. Yeah, neat. really family, family. And how did you guys meet originally? How did uh, how did you start? Uh, I was how'd you uh, connect? I was going through the I was going through the one ads, and and Sunray Grill needed a cook, and I remember calling and a guy named uh, Thomas Hinyup. Tom Hinyup. Yep. Tom what Hinyup. year was that? How long ago was that? I was still in two thousand. Yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. school, and uh, he said, "Come on in." And I remember, I mean, I'll go in, I'll meet with Tom, and we're, um, Tom, you know, explaining to me what's going on. He's in the kitchen cooking. You know, you got to figure, how long ago was that? Over yeah. $1.11, I believe 15, almost 20 years ago. That's, uh, yeah, 12. And he's the owner now, stirring the pot, and he had an apron on. I walk right by, I'm thinking he's a line cooking, and I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this little kid over here. <laughs> well, let me ask you, Dana, uh-huh. how did you first get into the food business? It was uh, my, my father was a doctor, and uh, his father was a dentist, and it, it was, I came from a long line of medicine. But I had my mother. My mother's father was a uh, was a restaurant guy, but he died when I was seven, so I never really had any impact by him. But it was something that I always wanted to do. And my parents, being physicians and being nurses and being in medicine, tried everything they could to keep me out of it. They said, <laughs> "Don't do it. You'll it's terrible. You work long hours. You do." But I, I, I couldn't do it. I just I kept gravitating towards it. Um, I went to Europe in uh, in '89 after I got out of college, and uh, while I was there, I got a job working in a uh, in a little um, little inn in Austria, and that was it. I was hooked, and I came back, and I I stayed that course all along. I had a journalism degree from college, but I never ended up even pursuing it. So were you a cook for a while as well? Were you a chef? I was a cook. I was okay. a sommelier. I was okay. a bartender. I, I did a lot in the restaurant business nice. before uh, um, I ended up settling into really being mostly kitchen-driven. Yeah. And you grew yeah. up here in I New did. Orleans? Or, or in the area? I did. I grew up on the West Bank. Okay. Yeah. And so you you came back and... Um, you now you grew up in New Orleans, right? Well, I'm as from well? New Orleans. My, my father's in the military, and we traveled a lot. But, I mean, this is home for me and stuff like that. I've been to Europe, Hawaii. I mean, I was in the military for five years. I started cooking in the Army, so I traveled a lot. But New Orleans is home, and this is where I'm from. So I'm a military brat. You know what I'm saying? Now, did you, before you went, before you cooked in the military, did you have anybody 
that in your family that cooked, or did well, you my, ha- my, did you have a drive to cook? Well, or? I used to see my dad cook. You know, my dad my dad was one of the weekend cooks. You know, but he, you know, when my dad cooked, you know, he just like everything had to be perfect. And you had to take your time, and this had to marinate. I mean, you didn't you didn't you, you didn't dinner wasn't at four. Dinner was when it was right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and he would like you have to have the best this and that. So I saw that my mom did a great job by feeding us. But when my dad cooked, it was like okay, it was passion. It was passion, yeah. and I saw that. But then you got to figure back. This is '88. You know, this is '88. I mean, you know, being a cook back then, you know, I know I knew I wanted. To, I loved food, but you know, back then, you know, how can I go say I'm gonna be a cook? I'm gonna be a cook. They're like, what? You know, so I always knew that's what I wanted to do. So when I joined the military, I joined it as a cook, and then that's where everything just started growing, and I started learning more about food and stuff like that. So did uh, cooking for that many people in the military was that comparable to <laughs> the pressure in a kitchen to get food out? I mean, was it, did, did that, how did that affect your future? Well, I mean, always, I mean, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't like turn me off or anything about cooking. It's just, you just learn just to deal with bigger numbers. Cause you figure I was feeding like 500 people for breakfast, 500 people for lunch, 500 people for dinner on a daily basis, you know? So it kind of, it, it, it teaches you discipline. I could tell you that. And I okay. think it got, it got me ready for the, you know, the hustle bustle of, you know, being in a, on a line, being a line cook. And being in, I call it the trenches. Being in the trenches, you got to earn your stripes, you know. Being in the trenches, so I think the military disciplined me enough to get ready for that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at what the military did for me. Yeah. Now, um, so you were a mentor, Dana, and do you do you have anyone that is younger than you or maybe you work with or had some guys come back and oh, say yeah, you definitely. really inspired them and i mean i, I get you know because social media is really big right now and I, I get that a lot people you know see my food and say oh i want to try this or people ask me how did it get started and stuff like that so i had a few people that came along and want to get into this it's just it, it kind of makes me nervous because like i said i've been in this before i became a private chef for like 15 years, I was like in the, in the military five. I was in working in the quarters, a line cook, you know, putting in them hours. I mean, working with Dana, you know, I wasn't really a, a solid personal chef then. I mean, it's 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 hard on you. You got to really want to do it. And I think nowadays people come along and they see what we're doing now with the TV and the you know social media. So everybody's right. like a celebrity now. No wait, let's and pause on that for a second it's with the reality. TV. Now you're on the Food Network, weren't you? In uh, you've on, competed on the Food Network before, haven't you? Yeah, I was on Chopped. I mean, you're uh, in Chopped. How'd that work? <laughs> I got I got eliminated in the final round because of some wieners. <laughs> some wieners. wieners some yeah. Wieners. <laughs> Tell us about that. Everybody, everybody cracks on me. You know, they still <laughs> all my partners still ride me about that. I made it all the way to the dessert round. And I, I felt good in the dessert round. I was pretty confident. I wasn't really, like, you know, the, the nerves went away. I wasn't really even nervous anymore. And I'm going through, you know, it was like soy sauce, chocolate, uh, a couple other, I think, I forgot what else. But then I go, and it's wieners. <laughs> wieners, man. I'm like, wieners in a dessert round. How come y'all couldn't get this earlier? Little cocktail wieners, man. I'm like, what do you do with wieners? Man? Chocolate and wieners, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I made a pretty good. Uh, they said they love my, uh, I did a, a soy, I did a chocolate soy sauce that I drizzled over uh, some crusted uh, uh, French toast I did or something like that. Uh-huh. But um, wieners. Wieners man. tripped you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> if you can make if you can make a good dessert out of wieners, there's something wrong with you. You don't want <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like that was a stumper. I, I remember <laughs> looking at watching him when he was on and saying, "That's a that's a really difficult task." I despise hot dogs. I haven't had a hot dog since 1975. That was my last hot dog. Wow. But then, yeah. but then the thing is, but I'm this a, is cocktail wieners. This didn't even a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, this is a sub hot dog. This is like 
These are these, these things wish they were hot dogs. Right. They're beneath hot dogs. And then, but on the on, on the flight home, I thought of a hundred things I could have done with them. You know. Ah, uh, there you <laughs> so go. So I was like, man, I should have taken them. Well, tell us them. one. What's something you no, can do after you make a dessert no, hot dog? No, I should what I should have done. I should have taken them, tempura fried them, and tossed them in the the, the chocolate soy. They've been like coated. And it's a tempura fry with the chocolate soy, oh. a little, you know, something like that. Ah, yeah, that, that's where I I'm at know. now. It still it. sounds. It, gross. I mean, it sounds yeah. like. I mean, hindsight, but I still. I mean, I don't know how somebody could win with wieners. So I had the guy won. What did he do with it? No, what he did, he the made a biscuit. He, he took a biscuit, and he parade the wieners up and put it in his biscuit dough, and made a biscuit like a shortcake, and he made some kind of sauce or something, and he. Put on top that's of gross that. too yeah, yeah no that doesn't <laughs> chocolate there's, there's soy no lipstick sauce on that pig you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awful <laughs> wow what that's kind of interesting right. so did they show your show then too i mean since you made it to the finals oh, it was broadcast right yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah i've seen them on reruns quite a few times oh, yeah, oh, cool. yeah. it was it was it was, it was that's nice neat. It, it was pretty cool i mean believe it or not i mean i made it all the way to the finals and so many other things other doors has opened because like the lady like the guy told me one of the producers he said you gotta realize we was on national tv for 45 minutes that's you know, huge. something has to come out right. of that. You know, yeah. and some cool things did come out of it, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change for the world. So, what's what's the best thing that came out of it that you know of? <laughs> some stuff I'm not allowed to say right now, but I get really. How come? I, maybe other things are going to come of oh, it. Right, 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 okay, right. Okay. Yeah, I'm not supposed to. It's, I, I really, yeah, I mean, and don't do it because no. we have had some people on that. Ha- did, yeah. I mean, he can vouch for it. He, he can. Yeah, you have a, a lot of times. Uh, there was a recently a chef here that was going to be on a um, on one of the shows. I think it was Chopped, and then she said she spoke about it, and it ended up that she yes. wasn't allowed to go uh. on. So he, you, 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 there are some contractual things when they're talking that you're not allowed to speak about. Uh. Yeah. Right, right. But so. you could say, but needless to say, it was a great experience. Oh, man, I wouldn't met some cool people. I wouldn't exchange it for nothing in the world. Uh. And uh, you know, it's so funny. I'll be. I'll be I'll be eleven o'clock at night. I'm turning the TV, and I say that's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll show and you know. and it's not. How do you handle that? That's a different scenario than cooking for people and mm. their their opinions. Like, how do you mentally prepare to for a competition? And also, it's random shit that is not. You know, you're not gonna be able to train for oh you're not so, you know I mean i sat there and i said how do i work out to get myself ready for this there's nothing you can do right you know i mean you just maybe read up and watch old episodes and see because they're not going to come back with the same thing right you yeah. just got to be ready you just got to be ready you know and I, what i did is i i have some friends at inland seafood i said they might if they give me a fish so i went in there and broke down a fish for a day with now maybe right. for like an hour with them and i just read you know and what i did what i told myself is everything has a texture everything is related to something right that I've dealt with before, so ah. it has to, so it has to feel like something, taste like something, look like something, huh. you know. So I related it to that, and that's how I dealt with it. Huh. And I tell you, that clock is for real, man. God, dog, boy, that really? thirty minutes, man. <laughs> yeah, I could be on the treadmill in the gym at thirty minutes take a long time, but right. that clock in the Food Network, that clock. I is can't for even real. imagine wow. because, besides its random ingredients, cooking anything in thirty minutes is, I mean. It's amazing. No, oh, it is. Now I, would think, I would think doing the personal chef thing, though, there's got to be times where you run out of something or they get a craving oh, for something oh, or whatever, oh, where yeah. you're doing a similar sort of thing, oh, where you're looking, in, you're looking in the pantry going, okay, i got to make them something he's going right, to like, right. and all i got is wieners and chocolate no, syrup. No, I mean, what, you know? what, what, what happens a lot, too, is like, you know, exactly. I could be, 
I could be doing something, and then you know, you know, he has company. Some of the players come over uh, or something like that. Expect and fifteen hungry guys and to and show then, you up. Know, and then you know, you find well, I don't eat this, and I don't eat that, and you're like, come on, man. <laughs> 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 and then you being a chef, you know, you can't look down at, down the line, and you got to fix it. You know, yeah, right. it's you. You got to huh? fix it, so you got to do it. You're the answer. Now, are you doing this for anybody right now? Well, I, work, I do a lot of work with Ben Watson. He's a oh, tight end. Oh, yeah, he's right, a, right. He's a tight end for the Saints. And yeah, I we do, love him, yeah. Yeah, and I do a lot of private dinners for different people and oh, stuff like cool. that. that's cool. Does he live in town here, yes, too? Yes, yes. He lives in Old Metairie. He lives in Old Metairie, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, you know, so I, mean, I stay busy, and I got a bunch of different clients I work for, you know, stuff like that. So, it's huh. good. And I'm staying busy. And then so, you just enjoy it? You think you're going to keep doing the personal chef thing oh, I mean, for, I just uh, indefinitely? Cook. Oh, yeah, I just want to cook. I don't, I don't feel like I work. Right. You know what I mean? I get up every day and I get paid to play. You know, nice. I just came back from Miami doing the Caribbean Jerk Fest. You know, I went out there, nice. and I'm like, you're going to pay me to come out here to cook. Now, you have a family too, right? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I have a daughter. Oh, have you have a daughter. daughter. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm single. I have a okay. daughter. She's, I, have, well, two, I have my oldest daughter. She's in college. Well, she just graduated from Spelman. She's in Atlanta. Oh, wow. And I have an 11-year-old little oh, girl. Oh, wow. Nice. So, and then, she lived here in town? Oh, yes, 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 yes. So it's just, it's just me, my skillets, and my... Oh, that's good. So you're more flexible. You, right, can, right, you can fly down to Miami in a yeah, drop yeah, of a hat. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all yeah. good. It's wide open for me. All right. Yeah, yeah. Do we have the book of questions with us today, Margo? Yes. I think it's time. The Sorry book of to do this to y'all. Um, okay, this is where we ask you your favorite number, and we ask you a question from this. Um, I'm supposed to say fantastic, horrible, though. Horrible book from uh -huh. the 80s mm -hmm. when you were... In high school, probably. No, you were. You yeah, were that's about right. And you graduated. You were in college, maybe just finishing college uh, when this book was really. I was in high school popular. and college in the eighties. I, I, so I covered both of those. Please yeah, forgive yeah, us too. if something's really offensive, but we will get to know the real you it's from more this goofy book. than offensive usually. Okay, all right. What's your favorite number? My favorite number up to yes. two hundred uh, and something. Eighty-eight. Uh, eighty-eight. I don't think we had eighty-eight yet. Okay. That's eighty-six. Downer. No, nope, that's 86. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you, your closest friend, and your father are on vacation together hiking in a remote jungle. Your two companions stumble into a nest of poisonous vipers and are bitten repeatedly. You know neither will live, oh boy, without an immediate shot of antivenom. Yet there is only a single dose of antivenom, and it's in your pocket. What do you do? What do I do? I mean, <laughs> <What> <laughs> do I <laughs> your question. It's so bizarre. I am so sorry. I told you. All right. Yeah, you, your, need a, you need to rethink it's your It's your number. closest friend, <laughs> your father, and you on a vacation. Wait, do all three get bit? No, the, the, the two of them get bit. Yeah. So it's between your closest friend and your dad is what they're saying. Or you can give neither one of them the venom because you can't really, decide. But, and I didn't get bit at all, huh? You're, you're, good. you're good. So it's your responsibility to um, make the decision. I mean, you have to go with your father, <laughs> don't you? I mean, wouldn't you think? <laughs> they say blood's thicker than water. <laughs> you got it. I mean, it's like you got to go with your father, huh? I, I would, would think. Help me out. My Daniel, father's deceased, so I would have too. to. It's a heart. I'd have to go with dad. Yeah, yeah. you got to go with dad. Yeah, you got to go with dad. Okay. Like dad's making it out of the jungle. Yeah. All right. friend is, uh, but your dad was in the army, wasn't food. he? He yeah. probably could uh, <laughs> find some root and suck it out. Yeah. So maybe you'd give it to your friend. He'll and bite off the wound. And, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. 
All right. That's a situation we just hope we never have to right, really right, be right. in, right? <laughs> I say just stay away from the jungle and the vipers and we'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, right. Dana. My turn? Yes. 16. If at birth, yeah, well, well, let's see. <laughs> if at birth you could select the profession your child would eventually pursue, would you do so? Oh, that's kind of like what you were huh. saying before about your folks. Yeah, if, would I do so? If I could pick. Um, no, I'm a, I'm a big believer in free will and uh, certainly wouldn't want to interfere with the with where my daughter could take herself on her own. So, no. Yeah, nice. If your parents had done that, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now. We wouldn't be exactly. talking. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That was easy. Yeah, okay. I got it easier when you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that book came out when, like, Cindy Lauper was on top of the charts. And, uh, right. you know, the Cosby show hadn't started yet. <laughs> Sweaters were loud. And, yeah, that's a fun book. <laughs> Those are good days. All right. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Uh, I don't know if the book of questions will land, last the test of time the way the, uh, you know, the Benetton sweaters will and uh, <laughs> the Cosby show reruns. Maybe we'll just get an updated version. Think, There's yeah, got to be it. some, you know, yeah. current. Uh, but then it would be lame stuff, too. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. I don't know. But huh. um, do we have time to ask a few more questions? Yeah, yeah, we, have, we, have, uh, we got about five more minutes. All right. Well... I would like to know, I, w weren't you cooking at doing some, uh, at Rare Cuts? Is that, uh, did I read that? Yeah, correctly? yeah, we was, we, they started a pop-up there, and I was one of the, uh, I'm, no, I'm no longer there right now, but I was one okay. of the chefs there. Is that the one in North Shore, is that we're talking about? Mm -hmm. The one on a, the one mag a magazine. magazine. Oh, right near yeah. my house, yeah. Oh, okay. really, that's where, yeah, yeah. That's where yeah, we well, they had a couple blocks in there. They had a pop-up, and then, you know, they brought me in to help them open it up, stuff like that, but they... It got up and running, and I just went, you know, with my travels and stuff. I just happened, I just went a different direction. So, I mean, I'm not no longer there, but, you know, I was there for a minute. And it was pretty cool. I mean, it was a pop-up, and that seems like something that's really happening nowadays, all these different pop-ups. You know, you go somewhere different, and you just create a menu, and you just go from there, you know. So That's a fun trend. Right, yeah, right. it seems like a neat thing because maybe you get to try things out that maybe in a restaurant – Dana, tell me if I'm wrong, but in a restaurant, it's kind of hard to just throw caution to the wind and do all kinds of new things, right? Or I do it all the time. You do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not all, it, it, sometimes it's upsetting for customers. Like we just we just did a big menu change and, and just totally did completely reverse what we had been doing. And of course, some popular things go away and some new things going on. But I'll, I'll take those gambles. But a lot, not a lot of people do. But the pop-ups do give that opportunity to do that on a more um, on a more scaled basis or a more uh, temporary play with it and then see if you want to go that way. It, it, it's almost like, I, I look at the pop-ups, it's almost like uh, it's like a big special board. It's kind of a test. You get to go out yeah, there and put out some right. specials and do some things. And uh, I really love the, I lo I love the movement. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it makes use of kitchens that aren't being used at night and so forth a lot of times, you know. And We've been doing that for, for a lot. 
Right. Yeah. We've been doing that for a long time. Like we did sushi for a while. We had a sushi bar going on, and then we folded back, and then we did something else, and we pulled. You know. Oysters. So we're yeah oysters. I mean, we've we've been kind of a pop up just 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 to try to test markets and see what people like, and 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 plus doing the same thing over and over. I've been in the business for 17 years. Doing the same thing over and over again gets redundant for me. I'm not able to break out and do things that make me. So at some level or another, you're trying to please a customer, but you're also trying to challenge yourself. Mm. Oh, anyway. Now, now Sunray, was that the, was the first one, the one in the warehouse district? Was first one was first in Gretna. One? That was the first one. Yeah. Okay, so that was your. So was that your second or third one, the one in uh, the, the warehouse, warehouse district was number three. Number three. Okay. Yeah, Two thousand one. That neighborhood has grown so much in terms oh. of people living there. Originally, that was a lot of commercial space, and more and more that's been converted to residential. And yeah, you were yeah, kind of it is, an anchor there it is, because. Yeah. Yeah, we were in early. There was a, there was obviously people that had been in earlier than us, but we we got in uh, in uh, 2001. Where we went in, there was really nothing where we were. Mm. And now, if you look around in that neighborhood, you've got you know Koshan Annunciation. You've got the uh, World War II Museum. I mean, it is really bridged, and there is a lot of restaurants and a. Tr I mean, they're they're putting in a, a condos every single week there's some new development going on down there so so probably at first it was more people that were driving into the neighborhood to go to the restaurant and now it's a lot of people just kind of walking from upstairs it's totally to, walking right yeah right or you know the other thing you got to think about at the convention center oh, is the amount right. of hotels there and the go. amount yeah, of convention right. business that you get so uh. you have you know a monday in the warehouse district with a good convention in town could be much better than a Friday or Saturday huh. because all of a sudden there's 35,000 people in town Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right, right. You all know? of a sudden you got all the uh, op ophthalmologists or whatever. It, 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 it is a roller coaster trying yeah. to predict sales huh. where your neighborhood restaurants, they pretty they follow trends. Right. Down there, there's no trends. you got to stay on the, your convention schedule. It's a one time thing, that schedule, right. the, uh, convention, right? Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Now, I'm sure they direct them mostly down over towards the quarter. They sort of direct them away from you a lot of times, but they find you anyway, right? Yeah, and they do. They, I mean, for lunches and things like that, oh, they're the directing them right. as close and as convenient because okay, they're on certain go. hours. But at nighttime, yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody's there's so much. There's so many different ways to market and get people to you know to come out. Um, right. the, there's a concierge service that works at the convention center that people pay for to have them recommend right. restaurants and. Uh, uh, you know, magazines and you know, you name it. Now, how late do you open till during the week? Uh, Nine thirty on the week on the weeknights and uh, ten ten thirty on the weekends. Okay. Yeah. Will you tell uh, tell us the schedules and locations of all three of your restaurants? Sure. Um, the one in the um, in in Gretna is at six uh, is at uh, twenty six hundred Bell Chase Highway. We're right in the um, Meadowcrest Hospital area. Um, the one in Metairie is right next to um, Metairie Village Shopping Center, uh, right off a block off of Metairie Road. And uh, the one in the Warehouse District is right there on Annunciation, uh, smack almost up underneath the bridge. And do you have different uh, schedules of when you're open at the office? Uh, they're all open uh, seven days a week and lunch wow. and dinner and continuous service throughout the day. Sometimes the hours vary within a half hour, but for the most part, those hours uh, remain the same. That's three enough for you. You uh, <laughs> yeah, three, especially <laughs> the older I get. Um, That's yeah, gotta be plenty, huh? Yeah. And so then, do you have a home base? Is there one place where you're parked out most of the time? I'm or? usually wherever there's. Uh, if you see me and I'm working, there's usually that I'm there because there's the, the, the restaurant need is short staffed or okay. somebody left or I'm retraining somebody. So. so you don't have a main office at one of them or anything like that. No, Not I'm, really? I'm okay. everywhere. I'm I'm at I'm at all of them, and then I'm always working. You know, if, if there's a menu development I'm working on or something right. like that, that's where I tend to spend my time. Now, do you miss uh, restaurant lifestyle, well, or do you? It's not that I miss it. I mean, I always can, like, I know I have good friends, you know, Jared at La Boca's. I got uh, 
Danny here that I can go in there. I mean, I, I like my freedom, you know. I like being in control of where I got to be and what I got to do and stuff like that. Because when you're in a restaurant, I mean, it, it's your life. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely your life. So I kind of like my freedom, you know. But when I do get that itch, I'll definitely can go hang out with certain people I know and stuff like that, you know. And so. reinvent white chocolate brownies. Right, right. Like <laughs> I'll be in the bar, you know what I mean? Help your friend right, bring right. it back. <laughs> All right, so you probably have non-disclosure agreements with all the uh, <laughs> with the uh, with the athletes you're working with or something like that. You probably can't tell us any really racy stories. Anything you can tell us about uh, something funny that happened? Maybe not. It won't get them in trouble necessarily. No, no, but, no uh, it's not. I wouldn't even say funny stories. It's just I can tell you this: when the Saints won the Super Bowl, you know, in, in my little warped mind of thinking, I felt like I did it. You know, because <laughs> 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 it was your scrambled eggs. Yeah, I, had, I was a big, I was a big part of a piece of that with it. So you know, when when we was on That's Canal awesome. Street and everybody was partying, I'm looking around like I got all these people on Canal Street. <laughs> <laughs> well, you in, in some ways you were a part of the team. I was yeah. a part oh, of yeah. the team because I was the one that made sure that this guy yep. was taken care of, that helped get this team for my city can win a Super Bowl. And that's just my, that's just, you know, please don't take it from me. I let, That's just my, my, my little thing. So nice. That's, that, that's, that's it. But no, not no really funny stories. I mean, you get, Hey, were you with him when he was dating Kim Kardashian? I was there the yeah. whole run. I was there for the so whole run. So you're feeding Kim Kardashian all the time, Man, too. Uh, feeding everybody. you got to have a Kim Kardashian story. Come on. I don't, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. I don't have it. You, you want to make sure you get other uh, other gigs. Yeah, yeah, right, I don't blame right, you. Right. <laughs> now, they probably uh, appreciate oh, no, uh, definitely, definitely. Your, dis- your discreet Right, nature right, right, right. and we uh, don't but they do yeah I mean, I mean if this house burns down around me i'll just all i know is i was in the kitchen cooking that's all. <laughs> I, don't, I know nothing i see nothing I at retirement know. you got to write your memoirs that's it now do you see any i mean anything in athletes that you can learn from them oh, that definitely. take into your oh, my goodness cooking. i'm glad you asked me that i tell people this all the time i I watched, I watched when I was work, working for the, uh, the Rock Johnson when he's here shooting G.I. Joe. I worked for him, and I see what he does every day, how serious he took it. I mean, that role became his life. I watched what Reggie did. I watched what Chris Paul did and how that that's their life. You know, that's before anything. So I kind of took that mentality, and I, I kind of use it for my cooking, just trying to be successful and move forward. You know, you just have to, you have to become it. You have to sleep, eat, and breathe it. You know, it has to become your life if you want to yeah. be successful. Your family has to understand. you got to understand the sacrifices that it takes. And it's just all about watching the discipline. You know, I watch Reggie get up every morning. I watch The Rock work out. I watch. I'm like, man. But then you see how successful they are. Right. So it all pays off. So you good, You do good things. Good things will come back, you know, as, as your reward. So that's what I try to do. Huh. And that's what you can, you tell people that oh, maybe write you on your, you now you have a, uh, a website? Yeah, my website is, uh, thank you for asking, it's www.chefgason, gason, G-A-S-O-N, dot com. I'm real active on Twitter, you know, and that's at uh, Chef Gason, you know, once again, Chef Gason, G-A-S-O-N. And I'm always posting food, what I'm doing, and stuff like that, because And I, I saw food. it has recipes. Oh, it and has everything. Re- it has everything, you know. So as soon as I get off here, I'm probably going to tweet something <laughs> <laughs> out my buddy. I'm trying to get him caught up on social media. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, that's something I have lagged on. I, I've I've got two kids who keep me a little bit uh, busy on the, in my office. Well, get, you know, recruit them. They probably know better than you do. They're not yeah. kidding. My oldest yeah. certainly should be a gr- should be a great promoter on Twitter. What what, what are their ages? Uh, I've got one getting ready to make twelve, and the other one's uh, eight. All right, two little girls. Nice. Now let me ask y'all. This uh-huh. is maybe a strange question, but 
if Ray and I were to go into your house right now and open up your refrigerator, mm. good question. What would be in y'all's refrigerator? You're gonna laugh. Goat stew. Goat, goat stew. stew. Yeah. That sounds goat great. Goat stew. Did you make the goat stew? I did last night. Wow. Yeah. What what got you? Where'd you get the goat from? Well, I'm I'm a I'm a big scuba diver, so I'm okay. down in the uh, I'm down in the Caribbean a lot. Okay. Goat I got from uh, Restaurant Depot. Wait a second. You brought goat back from the Caribbean? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm a big. Depot, but okay. I, but that's that's a big dish in the in the oh, Caribbean, gotcha, gotcha. and I and I. So you had some down lot. there, and you came you back and said, "I make it all the time." I make it all the time. It's one of my standards. Exactly. It brings me to the islands. It's a. It's something that uh, I, it's comfort food for me at home. Now I've tried Does to do that in the restaurants. Think it's comforting I've, food. They do. My 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 wife loves it. Uh, my Tastes youngest like daughter not so much. <laughs> we we had a big fight about that last night. <laughs> but uh, the, yeah, my, my my oldest daughter loves it, and um, it's something that uh, gives it, it. It's something that doesn't really sell well in the restaurant. Whenever I've done it, because I have done it in the restaurant, but it's certainly comfort food at home for us. Now, I've seen nice. it in the Vietnamese restaurants. Yeah. I've never had mm-hmm. it on the West Bank, and I, I've not tried it. But uh, maybe you'll come back and bring us uh, <laughs> some it's good. next you know, time you make it. One of the great things about goat is you try. get that it's, it's a very lean mm. uh, beef, and uh, it's usually not uh, hormone and antibiotic fed, and so you, it's a very, very great source of uh, protein without all the junk that, go, that, that goes with it. And is it gamey? No. Uh, it's got a little bit of gaminess to it, but I, I like that. I like yeah. lamb and, and those kind of things, but yeah. not yeah. overpowering. Okay. We just recently did the same thing in our in my Metairie restaurant. We we, we went to uh, four grass fed beef steaks, doing the same thing, looking huh. to try to provide those alternatives because of what is going on out there in the food industry these days with um, processed and over processed and 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 food that's got uh, um, beef and, and and meats that are uh, highly antibiotic uh, driven mm-hmm. and. Um, so really trying to t- trying to embrace those concepts, those green mm-hmm. concepts. Oh, that's great. All right. What about you? Is it I mean, bear or is it? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I have a lot of sports drinks. I play a lot of tennis. I have a lot of sports drinks. I'm, I'm in and out of my house so much. I mean, the last thing I cooked in my house was uh, it's not as exciting as his, but I mean, like liver and onions and stuff ah. like that. So, I mean, my, my refrigerator is boring. I bet liver you your liver onions. onions are good. Last time I had yeah. liver onions with my grandmother, and it sucked. It was terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 25, 30 years ago, and it was awful. Okay. I bet you yours are awesome. You always done liver. I remember you used yeah. to bring you used to do that. When, uh, is that nostalgic, oh, no, is, or just, just something you I like? like it. I just enjoy liver. High and iron. Gives you, yep. Yeah, it gives you uh, fuel for yeah, your yeah, uh, yeah. Mat tennis matches. Right, and right, right, right. So well, that says something about you because, I mean, you're – so you're active and athletic on oh, your free time. Yeah, I'm on. I play on so the tennis team out here, and I, I'm addicted. That's my that's my drug of choice, tennis. So if I'm not in the kitchen, I'm playing on I'm playing tennis. What courts? Where do you play? New Orleans, Metairie, anywhere there's a tennis court that I can play. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the game. Side I'm at Stern. I'm at Stern a lot, and I'm at Joe Brown in New Orleans East. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm at a majority right. of the time. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we are out of time, unfortunately. Yeah. We're going by so fast. That was a good um, closing question, though. i got to tell you. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, our guest has been Chef Gaison Nelson and Sunray Grill owner Dana, Dana Deutsch. So glad to have you guys. Tell us one more time. Uh, any contact information, website. Let's start with you, Dana. Uh, anything about Sunray Grill, um, address, Or uh, anything contacts. y'all want to promote to we, something coming up. We have the three locations uh, in the city, uh, each one having a little bit different vibe and a little bit different menu, but all the popular favorites are shared by all. Uh, menu is just kind of a story of my life, what I've seen and tasted and traveled uh, and what I've wanted to reproduce here. Um, 
and uh, great place to do uh, wedding rehearsal dinners in the warehouse district. Oh, We're a large right. space, and we do a lot of functions down there. And uh, that's us. That's me and my restaurants. All right. And tell us again your website. Well, you know, for me, I mean, you know, I'm a private chef. So any, anytime you need anything, you want that private dinner, you want to do anything special for anybody, you know, you can give me a call. My website's uh, www.chefgason, once again, G-A-S-O-N.com. And my Twitter's at Chef Gason. And uh, I just love food, and we can sit down, put together a menu, and we can have some fun. And he All makes right. a heck of a white chocolate brownie. <laughs> <laughs> Our show is recorded live at Ted's Frosthop on Claiborne Avenue in Calhoun in uptown New Orleans. Ted's is open seven days a week, serving first-class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer in a frosty mug. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris, and Chris Keogh is our technical director. And this fabulous audio quality that you hear is by PreSonus Audio Electronics. Makes all kinds of wonderful things. Visit PreSonus.com for more information. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website. It's NewOrleans.com. And from there, you can follow us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, sign up for our mailing list, get all kinds of swag. Uh, and while you're at itsneworleans.com, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, Vietnola, Out to Lunch, and others. And if you're listening to the show on iTunes, uh, please rate us and review us. It helps other people to find us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. So we meet here again at Ted's Frost Top. I am Ray Kanata. And I'm Margo Moss. Thanks. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.